of the year. It's a big avoider. Not just it's a big avoider, but I feel that this year specifically there's a certain connection to what Rav Nissen Gon put down in Tracers in the end of Rosh Hashanah says about the fact that we read this, this parsha. It's Sovim before Rosh Hashanah, right after Parsha's Kisovim. And he talks about, Reminiscent Goyen talks about the fact that it's not just Rosh Hashanah. Shavuos also we have the same thing. There's two points of the year, two regolim, where the Rebbe wanted that we should read the Parshas from Clovis. Parshas Teres Kayanim, Parshas Bechukosai, and in Sefer Dvorim, Parshas Kisovai. The Rebbe wanted that we should do that so that the Benares, it should be Tichle, Shono Kloloisel. The year should end, all the Klolos should end, Tochel Shono Bilchoisel. How do we understand such a thing? How do we understand what a, I'm not asking for big long shabshat. I'm asking for olive base. How do we understand olive base pshat in that? Even in the Seder HaKriya, Kriya Satera, we have a rule to be maschul bedovot toiv, to be messiah bedovot toiv. We never end with the toich. You know how to end with the toich. You start with good, you end with good. You mavliya. You swallow up like you do with Tzachar Shabbos. You swallow it up in the middle that it shouldn't almost be bottled in the middle. So all of a sudden, we find a new concept in the Rishonim that we want to end with Klolos. It's Psamayla. It's Klafi Laya. It's the opposite. So how do we rectify the, the concept of the normal Kriya Satoya that we say that you should never be Messiah with a bad thing. Not only that, the parashiyas themselves, the parashiyas themselves, that end, whether you look at the end of parashiyas, kisovo, yishmaatim is the v'yabriz, v'asisim o'isom, l'manta skilu esa shertasim, ends with it, ends in an upbeat. The parashiyas themselves that deal with toichachom, they end, they end betoiv, they don't end b'ram, so why would it be that, be, that before Mount Torah, before Atzeres, Chazal are telling us that Ezra was Mesachim, before Atzeres we should, we should have the union of Kholos, and before Rosh Hashanah you would think, Fakert, Tafke Kholos. And Mashma from Chazal, Durch them, through that, Tochel Shono Berchazal. Through that the year is going to be a Gvaldiga year. How do we understand it? So the, the, the Mahalach I'm going to tell you now, the Vort, which is really based on the Dubin Magid, it's really, it attaches itself always. But this year, Bifrat, it's mamish like, it's almost cut out for this year. It's like, Kilu, it was cut out specifically for this year. The Parsha starts, Kemat, with a little bit of a stira. 
You're all standing. It's a strange law. So Rashi brings down a chazal. Says Rashi, we heard the 98 close. Maybe next week we'll talk about why it doesn't just say 98. It says, Whenever Chazal do that, there's a Cheshmer. Abom Chosrachas. Right? Whenever you find that, there's a Cheshmer. So, that's not for now, but I'll call upon him. When Kleisel heard the 98 close, Hoiriku Pneyan. Boshe, they got petrified. They were petrified. Who could survive such a thing? Who could survive these clothes? Immediately, his Moshe Lefaisam. So Moshe came and he consoled them. He said, The Chazal alone is a pillar. That all the Parshonim asked. When Moshe gave us the clothes, it wasn't a joke. Right? Moshe gave us the clothes. He told us about the clothes. It was for a reason. L'chayr, the reason was that we should talk and be petrified. We should talk and be afraid. We should talk and realize it's dangerous. What did what, what, what Moshe do? So Moshe sees that they're, that they're talking to tzut. It's a treislut. Right? They're scared. I was just recently saying over the mice that I had that Laser Blisco, the Logazunza and his wife's Zayda stayed by me for Shabbos. It was the most amazing Shabbos. I only feel bad that my kids were young, they weren't able to enjoy it. His Zayda was in the Valdeke Talmud. He came out a hundred years old when he was by me for Shabbos. And he was like a, a poshet in the Vardika Talmud. What does poshet mean? There's no such thing as a poshet in the Vardika Talmud. But I mean, he didn't become a Rosh Hashiv, he was a Balabas. Right? Clean-shaven, probably businessman, whatever he was. But he was already in the 90s. And it was a beautiful Shabbos. We had Shabbos, it was Mamish special. He slept by us, it was a beautiful Shabbos. Together with his Rebetzin. But the climax of Shabbos was, you all know, I have a special Chavivus for the Torahs Haragetrovah. So he told me in the Valduk, he says there are two people that had an unbelievable ashpa on us. Torah Hashulchan. He was the Valduk Yehov. He said, Torah Hashulchan. He was like the Sanhedrin Agodel of all Europe. He said, The Ragnar told us how Sinai. He said, so Nevaldike Yeshiva had once a month, but he said the Ragnachava wasn't the type that anything was exactly Bizman. But officially, it was once a month, the Ragnachava kept the Fahel. He says, Nobody came out clean. He said, by him, if a person didn't make a diak in the Magad Mishnah, how it's a steerer with the Migdal Oi, it was E.F. Shalom with Bedin. E.F. Shalom with Bedin. So he was telling me, and then he said, it was so scary. And I'm telling you, I'm not being Magazim. 
the man was, this is probably 70 years before he's rec- recalling, or more, 70 plus years before. He's sitting in my dining room. He goes, so I said, wow, it sounds scary. He goes, scary? I'm still shaking from that. The Ragachov is already in the oil of and he hasn't heard him in many years. He said, I'm still afraid. But then he said, from that I steigt the learning. From that for her once a month. He said, and the truth is, the Ragachov didn't get to all the Talmudim, Yechidim. He picks a randomly pick a guy. Like that, that was the fair. It wasn't like... He said, but everybody was afraid that Yippol HaGoyerl Yippol HaGoyerl love. And he said that the Ragachov asked the question in such a way that you felt stupid. Like, it was like, I'm learning Bavakam. With the cash of the Goan, and this is the Ma'alach, that's how he answered the Goan's cash. That's Pshad and the Sul. You didn't know that? He made it out like it's the of So, this, this, what he told me, is very similar to the. says, My whole Avas my steiging and learning, came from those of, of the Ragachov's Bechinus. Right? The Ragachov's Bechinus. So why is Moshe starting with Faisal? Don't worry, Habi Chastam Omochem. You misbehaved, it's okay. This is the worst thing I remember when I was a Mesifka Bochem. The worst thing was the Manal used to come in the first day of the year. And, and the Manal I had, whew, you don't know what tough is. Rabbi Volinsky is, 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 is Butterfingers. People think Robert Fall is a tough guy. <laughs> this guy was now forget about him. Now he's a bother. I believe the bother. I him now. He talked spoke to he, the introduction to me it was. You we're gonna hang you in the gallows. There wasn't there was no there was no and everybody walked out from the first day, you know, Mitresultoch. Yeah? You know what it took? It took one tenth grader. We walked out, tenth grader says, What did Manal say? Look at me. <laughs> I'm still around, right? Don't worry. The guns, the schmoozles, The whole pachat and everything that the Manal, it was all bottle and One tenth grader goes, Keep up on Hoguish. One sneeze. Today sneeze, you have to be careful. COVID. One sneeze, everything is bottled. Kibapam hoguish, it's a whole new pshat. Today with COVID, kibapam hoguish. But that was the, that's the way it was. It sounds like Moshe Rabbeinu was doing this over there. We thought everything's over, because it's petrified. You want me to tell you, you guys misbehave. Look at you, a dying of this drashi. Habi chastim lochem, v'hayim kayom in lefano. Atam mitzovim. Mitzovim is a lotion of strength. You're standing. You're here. So on its own, it's a pella. This message on its own is a pella. How we, 
How do we understand such a message? But then, Moshe Rabbeinu goes, and he says, Maybe there's somebody, an individual, a family, Firstly, after all, Lavavoy point Ayyim. Shalavavoy point Ayyim, that is hard. He thinks it's not a problem. Hashem is not going to forgive him. Hashem is not going to forgive him. So we're back to the close again. So, this is a, something we struggle on every year. One Mahalach I gave in the past based on the Archaim HaKodesh. The Archaim HaKodesh says that the difference between the clothes of the Mishnah Torah and the clothes that are written in Torah's Kahanim, this is the, the Kabbalah Sachrayas of the Yochid on, on Alts individual and in Mishnah Torah, it's the, the, the Kabbalah's Avos is, 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 is a Tzibor, specifically Parashat Nitzavim. He says that was this bris of, of Tzibor. So that's one possible pshat. Atem Nitzavim Kulchem means if you be Yachat, of Tzibor, Atem Nitzavim. Ben Yeshbochem Ishei, Mishpocho Yishevet, that thinks he could be Alts Yochid, but I want to share with you a different Mahalach today of the Dubin and Magid. He doesn't ask this kash, he just explains the music of Pachat. He plays the music of Pachat. And I think it's very appropriate. And I think it will also answer to us what the Rishonim, what the Goinim mean when they say that there's an Indian to read Kloas before Shuiz. There's an Indian to read clothes before Rosh Hashanah. What's, what, 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 what is that? What's the Indian? So, I'll tell you like this. The, the Dubin Magid has a fascinating marshal he gives. And I heard this from a Yid I was very close with. Who went through a, a difficult illness. And he told me what his biggest desire was, and I'll share with you what he told me, but it fits with the Dubin Magid. The Dubin Magid says that there was a rich man, I think he says it was a king, and his son was brought up with all Tafnuke Malchus. His son was brought up like a Gavir, with all the luxuries. Today's world is like that. I look back from when I was growing up to today, People have no, uh, no several. They have no, they have no, they can't tolerate. They can't tolerate what it means to Schwitzabism. They can't tolerate what it means to Schwitz. So it's like Zion, it was a different world. I went to Yeshiva. The things that you would consider necessities was, I mean, heat, if the heat broke, so the heat broke. So you put on a sweater and Yeshiva wasn't canceled because the heat broke. Kindalach, put on your coats. The boiler is broken. You sat in class with a... Send the kids home. 
air conditioning never broke because we didn't have air conditioning. And school was, at least in my head, it was 11 months a year. So that means in June, July, I was stuck to my chair. Literally. When I got up, the chair got up with me. I can't even imagine telling the Rebbe it's hot. Today, a bunch of kids in the hallway, the AC is not blowing so well. It's 72. It's not, it's not shaykh. You need 70. It's a different stuff. It's different music. A coil younger man called me a couple of weeks ago. He was in one of the yeshiva apartments. After we leave for Shabbos, the AC broke. So why don't you put an AC in the window? No, need central here. The AC in the window even is not Roy. If the leave for Shabbos, Kilo is carbon monoxide. Chashom, somebody's going to fall asleep. I'm saying, Roy, Roy. That's why the central ear is not working. <laughs> Everything is over. Life ends. The central ear is broken. Whoever the central ear? I grew up there. was no air conditioning. There was no air conditioning. We had, as I was getting older, we had one used big air conditioner in the living room window, which sounded like a car, made every noise in the world. It worked for about two and a half hours because after two and a half hours it froze. You had to shut it off for ten hours for it to melt. Then you got another two and a half hours. And for two and a half hours that it worked, it cooled off like this with its beamers. So we would all sit on the couch. <laughs> That's the them. That's the given air conditioner. Forget the Manal. The Manal didn't, they didn't even have air conditioners in the days. It's It's a different... I recently gave my Adam, my Adam doesn't mind if I say this, I'm sure. I gave my Adam one of my old cars. It means my cars, I buy them with 100,000 miles, so you can imagine when it's an old, it's quite old. I gave him one of my old cars, he just needs a car to go from here to Kailul and back, so my daughter could use the other car. See, I gave it to him. It cost him exactly what I just said, I gave it to him. It cost him zero. Zero. Well, my son, the car was by me for years without air conditioning. I ate him, got in the car, I started the car. It's not, it's not, it's not my I'm happy that clients all today don't understand what it means to go into a car and to drive five blocks. Right? It's, it's not my I'm, I'm happy. I want, fuck it, I'm happy that clients all now we're in a place where we. It wasn't like that. The Anim today are living better than the Ashirim were living when I was growing up. Danim, we're living, we're living. The Danim today are living much, a lot better than many of the Hashirim than when I was growing up. So Baruch Hashem, I'm, I'm not complaining for him, but because of that, we have a very low tolerance level to anything that's not perfect. Anything that's not mamish perfect, we have very little tolerance. We can't tolerate that. So the Duma Market said that this Ben Melech he got very sick, and he needed Poshet heavy-duty medication that was bitter and has side effects. Today, we would call it, let's say, Rachman al-Islam, chemo. Something that when you put it to your body, it makes you feel sick and bad. But it was a refuah. The king's son was such a mafunik, he couldn't take one pill. Mamish couldn't swallow one pill. But she was used to steak, 
expensive cheeses. Bullshit for him to swallow something bitter wasn't Lamaisa. And he's going to be nauseous. He, he, he can't do it. They didn't know what to do. They were Miyayish. They called the biggest mumche. That he was known, he knows how to deal with Mufunokim. So the Dubin Market says that the big doctor came in, he told the king, listen, I'm ready to cure your son. I'm telling you now, I don't want, you can't ask me one kasha. That's number one. It means no kashas. No kashas. Let me finish my job. I find that also, the only way I could be Mazber Sugi to somebody is if they're ready to at least listen a little bit before they ask a kasha. You know, some people, you start explaining the Shvel Sugi, <coughs> let me be Mazber. Those people are the hardest people I could explain it to uh, Rock. That doesn't have kashas. But a gone that doesn't let you say two words. This is Mekanish Mazbazan. said, listen, you can't ask me any kashas. That was the king's tonight. That was the doctor's tonight. And whatever I say, we're going to do. Otherwise I'm not, I'm, I'm, otherwise I'm quitting right now. No, okay. The king was masking me. I had no choice. He has a kid that's dying. You can't ask questions. First thing that the, the, this guy, this big doctor does, let's say they needed a certain antibiotic, that the kid wasn't ready to take one pill. He writes a prescription. 5,000 pills. Okay, that's that pill. 2,500 pills are the other pill that he's refusing to swallow. 2,500 pills. He's not ready to take one. And he gives a long list. Herbs and this. Everything that the king's son refuses to even retire him. The king, Kenzach Nishtayin, he's used to being a big, a big bully. He goes, what? He says, we had a deal, no cashes. Fine. They get all the stuff. He goes in the room with the kid. What does he do? Dr. Dubin Maggot, he takes all the medications. He grinds it up. He cooks it, whatever has to be done. The kid is, the kid is in the bed, the sick kid is never in the bed. And the kid is throwing up just from the smell. He's throwing up. He's starting to get all the side effects of the medication. The kid looks terrible. The king picks in the room, he sees his son, he says, Doctor, what he says? couple days, everything's going to be okay. No cashes. And this went on. Taka. The kid eventually got cured. That, the doctor explained to the king that there's two ways to cure. These, this medication is taka very potent. And it's taka very hard to swallow. It's taka very hard to swallow. And your son can't swallow. Taka can't swallow the meds. He's not, he's not right. He'll, maybe he'll die from swallowing them, but he can't. So there's another aid. The other answer is to overload the room with this medicine and the reach is merapim. The smell is merapim. The smell will cure him. The smell itself will cure him. And that's what happened. Zok to Dubin and And the Goyan says this also. Mr. that's where the Dubin and got it from. The the, the God says, Right? We're petrified. He says, the Goyim says, that the biggest tikkun that a person can have to work on himself is the etzem pachad. The pachad alone has an unbelievable ability to cure you. Rachman will slant somebody who has no pachad. It's interesting, David HaMelech says, Ashrei Mephachi Tomer. He doesn't say Toiv. Ashrei. 
He's lucky. He's praiseworthy. Somebody who's always afraid. Why? It saves you from so many problems. It's good for you. It's, it's good for you. Pachal is not a problem. Pachal is, pachal is good if, if you absorb it properly. If you absorb it properly, the pachal... This Yid who had never a terrible machla. Terrible machla. But I was misspoiled from this Yid. This Yid, I can't even tell you what kind of chosh of a person he was. But he told me, Rabbi, I want you to know, my biggest tiger eye, when I stiged the most, wasn't from the illness. Because I told him, I never saw somebody rise to such a madrega from an illness. Himamish was unbelievable. Unbelievable. I'm not going to be Megal who was, it's not important to be Megal, but unbelievable. Unbelievable. I have a picture of him, like I have a picture of Gedalim, I have a picture of this Yid. That's how much I was spoiled from this person. He told me, I want you to know, I steigt those, you know what I steigt those? In two weeks, that was my Iker Steigerai. What was my Steigerai? When they took out, they did a biopsy of wherever his growth was in his body, and it was a suffolk what it is. And for two weeks he was petrified. Actually, what they found was worse than they even thought. The worst thing that they could have thought of, they found worse than that. He says, but during those two weeks, I was petrified. He says, once they found it, so there was a treatment, it's not so much petrified, it's, you get into a certain mode, you're not happy about it, you're very, you could be sad, you could be, but the pachal, it's, it's, it's not pachal, it's, it's a different, it's a different feeling. He said, those two weeks, I was macabre on myself that the rest of my life I am going to hop all the Torah I could hop and all the mitzvahs I could hop. Those two weeks. He says, after that, I wasn't even holding by doing that. It was those two weeks that I stiked the most. More than the machle. Those two weeks. You want to know what happened with this guy? He had four years. The doctors thought he could live for two weeks. He lived for four years. He lived four full years. In those four years, he did more than many people do a whole lifetime. First of all, he was besimcha. He was besimcha. He never missed a shear. He came to every shear. He used to come to my ear and shear him. Straight, he would, get a, he would have treatment in Sloan Catering. And he would come straight to yeshiva, not to listen to another yeshiva. To listen to Hatifa and come over here to do a good kasha talking. Not like sometimes I get kashas. Ah, good lamdish. He talked was a lamdum. He learned by Rev. Bruce. I heard that Rev. Bruce was misspelled from him when he was 17 years old. But he, he looked like a, he looked like a, Harry Walker would appreciate he had a motorcycle. But he was a, 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 a tzaddik nista. In the four years that he was here, he never missed a shear. Unless he wasn't here, he never missed a shear. The end of his life, a couple of days before his ptira, I went to visit him, to be Mavak. He wasn't able to talk anymore, nothing. He was, his, he was able to whisper, and even to whisper, you couldn't understand what he was saying. So I went to see him. He gave me a big smile, like he always gave me. And he says, he whispers something I can't hear. Then he says, 40, 40, 40. Okay, 40? I don't know what he meant by 40. 
So I try to struggle against him. Finally, he gets at what he was saying. The last couple of days, he was making a cheshbon, how many shiurim of mine he missed, because he couldn't, he was in hospitals, and he missed 40 shiurim. Can you imagine? 40. But this, he told me, that his biggest tiger eye was during those couple of weeks when he had the pachat. When he had the pachat, he was makabal, all these things. I once heard from a Baruch Mordechai Yisrachi, he's all a gezun zayin, a similar thing that Rameir Chodosh was, was in, in, in Russia after the, after Nikolai, the, the, the fall of Nikolai, the whole Russia was in a little bit of turmoil and they were merciless. The, the police was merciless. It was shreklach. The Yidin knew they have to just hide. Rameir Chodosh said he hid in the yeshiva. He never went outside in the street because the Yidin knew you go out in the street, you're finished. Even in the, wherever you were, you're finished. But he was hiding. He said he once had to leave. So he ran out from the base runners, wherever he was. He ran, he was hoping he'll make it safe. Police caught him. Jew, get over here. They schlepped him to the police station. He said he knew it was over. He said, Vidui, it's over. They put him in the room. The, 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 the police officer that schlepped him there took, picked up a gun. And basically started yelling at him first, because first let them scare the daylights out of him, and then shoot him. Why just shoot him? First make him be petrified. So he screamed like a behemoth. For some reason, the, the chief of the police there didn't like that this guy is screaming like a Meshuggah. He was upset at him, because he got him, what are you knowing me for? So he said, what are you doing? So I'm screaming at the Jew. Let him go. Not because of Ava for the guy, just because he was frustrated. Let him go. So Meir Chodesh was freed. Meir Chodesh said, In yenet sen minuta b'koinig v'emel yushamayim v'man gansalem. That pacha that I had for those ten minutes, more than Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, the yenet sen minut. Well, I was there, and the guy had the gun, and he's screaming at me. That's Ashrei Mephachet. Ashrei Mephachet Tomit. If a person doesn't feel any vulnerability, any fear, Right? So long that a person is afraid, they don't need the clothes. That's the reach. That's the smell that the Dubin Magad is talking about. You'll steig from that, and you'll have Arichas Yomim and Gutazachin, and you'll steig and you'll grow. As long as you schmeck, you have a parat. So Moshe Rabbeinu told him, Klaisos Heiriku Pnei, and Moshe told him, that alone is the Atem Nitzavim. He wasn't saying, don't be scared. He was saying, Mi Ite. He wasn't saying, don't be scared. This is, this is, this is what it is. This, this is, but, Pen Yesh Prochem, Ishei, Ishei, Mishpocha, Yishevet, Asher Levovoi Poine Ayoim, Sholem Yeli, he doesn't have pachat. He thinks he's he's not vulnerable. Then chas v'sholem v'rovtza b'yikolaklol. If the reich doesn't work, then he has to swallow the pills. That's that's why the lotion is for sholem yili shriusli b'yelech. He doesn't have pachat. If he has no pachat, then v'rovtza b'yikolaklol. So Rabbi Sai, my message to you is very simple. We had a difficult year this year. There's no question. 
Chazde Hashem. It was a pachad. What do I mean it was a pachad? We lost a lot of nishamas. There's no question. But the pachad was much more than the machla. The pachad was, and those of you that remember those couple of weeks, those two, three weeks, where every, every couple of hours you were hearing another maizeh. It was totally disproportionate, the pachad, to the machla. Right? Now they break down the numbers, the percentages of people that actually would die from this machla is very small. It was even, it's even smaller today. It's much lower today than it was then because they know Shtikumu how to treat it. Then they didn't know how to treat it. They put everybody on a respirator. Anybody had low oxygen, pff, respirator. Turns out the respirator was a, was a death sentence. The respirator was not the way to treat it. It's a fascinating thing. That COVID gives you very, you can get very low oxygen numbers, but it's not reflective of the lung function. So normally somebody has oxygen low, you put them on a certain level, you don't take a chance, you put a respirator. But it's, it's, it's a magnazach. Somehow the way, the, the way it affects the blood, you can get a very low oxygen level, and uh, you don't need a respirator. It's not... It's, not other rabbit, a respirator could cause lung issues and Rahman some people died from the respirator. Because they put them on a respirator. What do you mean died? It came to Azman, but that that's the way it became Oiskefiat. My Shver, who's Bliyayin Hora, Zokin, Zokin, and he has every single pointer that they say if you have COVID, you're he has diabetes, which is one thing they say if you're young, it could, it's also more uncomfortable if you have diabetes, but an old person with diabetes, he had a stroke, he had the he had a heart condition, he had every single pointer on top of his old age. For me. And Lamai said the Hatzola came, they tested his oxygen, it was very low, and they told him he has to go to the hospital. This is Purim time. Not Purim time, but before Pesach. He said, I'm not going. I go to the hospital and put me on a respirator and it'll be Lechaim Shalom. I'm staying right here. Taka stayed a week later. His oxygen level went up. But he refused to go to the hospital. Not going. I was his, not going. So today, the percentage of people that would see his mama, but yet, look at the country. The pachad is not to be believed. The pachad is totally disproportionate to the machla. It's unbelievable. The pachad. Rabbi said the pachad could be as a brocha. Because Klau Yisrael felt, felt vulnerable. That is good. That part is good. That's, that's what we should take. Could be, who knows, the Abish to saved us from who knows what kind of chevle moshiach, very waste by this pachad that we had. We had such pachad. The pachad was more than anything. Pachad is... Now again, I'm not at all chas v'sholem under, understating the, the tzoros that people had. They were. But the pachad was not to be believed. Everybody was in a state of pachad. Nobody went, you know what, what's the chances and I'm young and I'm healthy and it? Nobody did that. When, while it was going on, everybody did Right? So I look at it that the Abishta gave us an opportunity 
Instead of giving us taka, I'm a gayfe. The chas v'shalom could have killed revolis, revolis miklal yisrael. The Abish that gave us a machlo that Nebuch did kill hundreds of people. Did. But so does other things. So does the flu and pneumonias and other machlas. But it gave us a pachad to God's claws. Everybody got a pachad. The avoid that we have, the job that a Jew has, is to, is to realize that would be Yod of Shalakadish Baruch. To have that pachad. To have that pacha, to know. And if we do that, then that alone is Atam Nitzavim. That alone will sustain us. That will strengthen us. That will make us stronger. That will make us better. People come to me, they have a sick child. They come to me. right? They would do anything at that point for the child. If I would tell them, at that point, when a person comes to me with a sick child, I just had somebody yesterday came to me, what they should do. If I would tell them, listen, your Avoida now, if you want this child to live, your Avoida is, every day to learn three hours with this child. In a second! In one, in one second, of course! What? what do you mean? There's no time. What do you mean there's no time? What do you mean there's no time? Of course there's time. It's my kid. You you could tell a person like that anything because they're vulnerable, right? But Hashem gives you a gift, a child. He could take it from you any time. And He tells you, right? But when everything is nice and, and, and smooth, you don't have time. Where were you kid? I have no time. Because you don't feel that Hashem gave you a gift and He could take it away any time. When you realize you can, then you're very, then you're a very accommodating customer, right? I, I love the I love the post COVID that people tell me. Listen, this is my plan, but the Abish runs the world. That's a new thing. The Abish just started running the world after COVID. All of a sudden, by COVID, the Abish decided, okay, I'm running the world. The pshat is that until COVID, I think I run the world. Everybody today making a simcha. This is what I'm planning, but the Abishta runs the world. They know it move harder, whatever you want to tell me. Right? The Abishta always runs the world. So it could be that that's what Chazal means. Not Chazal Sholem Klolis. You want to start the year right? You want to be able to talk have a good year? Smell the clothes. Not chasvishom, get the clothes. Chasvishom. Smell the clothes. If you smell the clothes, like the Dubin Maggit says, like the Goyan says, then you'll be zoicha that it will be tochel shanel birchesel. Then you'll have a gebench the year. But if you go into the year and you don't even smell clothes, then you're going nowhere. Because then Chas V'Shalom, you're taking, your Rebbe is the, V'Hoya B'Shalom, everything's okay. It could be that that's why before Shavuos, what does Shavuos have to do with it? With Tochel Shalom B'Chaseh. Because you want to start from Terry, you also have to have Yira. It's not for a new year. You want to start from learning. 
And if you wake up every morning of your life and you say, Hashem just breathed a new spirit in me, you have a different day. You have a different day. It's a new day. Because you realize it's a gift and you have to take advantage and you have to hold on and you have to keep your end of the deal. You understand all of it. Or because man, you don't understand the way kind of shomash and asat to be. So you're not living your life the way you're supposed to live your life. And that's why it's so important. So the way we're learning is fakelt. Atam nitzavim is a toitzah from the tzadiches clothes. Hariku pneim is alone atam nitzavim. And if somebody says, eh, sholem yili, that's chas v'sholem. That is the biggest clothes. Agut kibben shiom. Oh.